Good morning. Good morning. Ha- Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Juanita. <laughs> yes. Did you have a good good Christmas and I, New Year's? Absolutely. Yep. Last yep. night we took advantage of the last night of, um, of the lights down at Falls Park, and um, there's uh, one whole block at, at the bottom of Tut Hill that was really beautiful. So, oh, fun. Yeah. Yep, yep. We um, went over to um, Bjorn's church, Ignite Zion, mm-hmm. and for a little bit. We didn't stay till midnight, but it was it was real good. Yes, so um, we have some exciting things coming up here for the new year. I'm excited for the new year. Um, they're going to have this Wednesday a kind of a worship and wait time, and Brent will talk more about that. But it's just going to come and to get into the presence of God. Bring your journals and write out what God is is saying for the new year for you. And so, yeah, that's exciting. Actually, every Wednesday this month, we're going to have something going on. So um, I'm excited for the second one is um, there will be prophecy and ministering. Uh, And then the third one is everybody gets to prophesy. And if you're interested in that and want to be activated in that, that would be the third Wednesday at at, um, our church. Um, So, yeah. And then the last one's our family meeting. Yeah. 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 And then I think in February they start back with Wednesday night's dinner. We have dinner together and then the um, Bible studies or book studies. And so we're off and running for a new year. So Absolutely. that's exciting. Well, we're on here um, with our live chat. If anyone um, gets on, we'd be glad to pray for you or pray with you. Um, I see there Lee is on. Okay. So Lee, um, happy new year. And I just want to, I really sense like, you know, Maybe it's cliche, but it is a new year. Uh, God speaks about his mercies uh, being new every day. Well, this is a new year. How much more is his mercy? Um, you know, just like a blank slate maybe for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just be encouraged. I just see that the Lord wants to really encourage you. Um, you have been a fighter um, you fought the good fight of faith and sometimes we just need to be lifted up and so right now we just lift you up lee mm-hmm. um uh, just know that you're never alone god is always with you and he has he has friends with us you know the lord prompts people to pray you don't know it but god has been doing that mm-hmm. and and just be encouraged i just pray that you would feel god's presence and that you would see um him moving and acting in, on your behalf and that you would see those encouragements and maybe even people um, that maybe you're just an acquaintance to would let you know. Yes. We, we've been praying for you. You've been on our heart for a week um, that you'll know those surprises, those surprises that the Lord has been acting and moving even um, for many months uh, for you. And just see new things for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I would I would agree with that. I'll just continue to pray for Lee because we don't have anyone else on here yet. So um, I just I just pray for Lee that he would um, come to um, know the Lord in new ways. New ways. There's always more. That's what's so exciting about the Lord. You know, there's always more. And so we pray the more for Lee, and we, he's he's such a blessing to our our congregation here. Um, being part of the worship team and 
we just we just thank you for that and we just pray for the the more for lee for this new year absolutely thank you, god thank you lord well i'd like to play, pray for taylor and savannah my granddaughter yes. um because they're right here down on the first row Front row yeah yep. so i just say savannah god loves you and your precious heart just really stirs and moves god and I would just say to Taylor that uh, God's peace, um, his joy, his strength, um, he's just building you up. Uh, and you're such a joy to people that um, you don't even know. Mm-hmm. I would say to Taylor, we just thank God for the, um, the new things that he has for you too. Boy, um, I tell you, I just agree with you that it's a a new year you know the the year lies before us and those things that are behind us we just put behind and we just open ourselves up i was just back in the prayer room and they were just really praying away you know for the the new year and the word that they were getting was right here right now you know that god is with us we serve a living god and he's right here right now and um he can he can speak he can speak to us and give us new revelation. Thank you, Lord. I just want to speak more about that because I was just thinking, you know, yes, he is right here and right now. And you know, I was thinking of that old song, "Soon and very soon." Yeah. Well, you know, it's no, yeah. it's not soon and very soon. Mm-hmm. He's here now. He's, he's present. Now. He's alive. He's present, and he's always with us. He never leaves us or forsakes us, and he's ev- even there for us emotionally because that's part of the 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 meaning of that last part you know he is with us he will never leave physically forsake emotionally so yes i would i would have to agree with that yes and um we were also talking about um the church at the gate is going to be reading through um paul's epistles and paul's letters um in this new year and even this very first one paul said i didn't receive this from man I, but I received it from revelation of God. Yep. And so we can do that, too. We can go to the Lord and get a fresh word every day. Um, mm-hmm. That's what's so exciting about serving a living God. We, he will, if we ask him questions, he will answer. Um, and he will instruct us and guide us and direct our steps. Mm-hmm. I just want to add to that. As you were saying that, it's almost like I heard people say, oh, yeah, Somebody else hears, but I don't. Somebody else will do this, but I don't. No, wait. Is Jesus your Lord and Savior? He says, my sheep will hear my voice. And I have a cute little story. Um, so we were asked to pray for somebody. And I said, Savannah, will you seek a word with God, you know, to God with, with me? And Savannah closed her eyes. She's five. Um, so, you know, um, it was precious to Grandma's heart. And she she prayed, and then she got a word, yeah. and and the next night she goes, "Can we pray for that same person, Mom or Grandma? Um, I want to get a word again for him." So it was really special to me. Now, yeah. it, um, it, even the little ones gets a word. It's not a shame to you. It's a encouragement. Listen. If Jesus is your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. you hear His voice. And you know, sometimes yeah. when I when I was. Um, a little baby in Christ. Not that I'm real old. I might just be a teenager. Who knows? But um, it's like a thought. 
Mm-hmm. And then after the fact, it was like, you know what? Maybe that wasn't my thought. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like maybe we should just share how we hear um, from the Lord, you know? Um, it's a thought. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it even sounds like my voice sometimes. It could come from somebody else. They speak something to you. And then somebody else speaks the same thing to you. Um, uh, in those moments, uh, I'm still learning. But it's like, God, was that you? Or just asking extra questions. Um, and he speaks through dreams. He speaks through visions. Um, he'll speak your language. If you're mm-hmm. a car person and you're really into cars, he will speak your language. Just like the the parables in the Bible. Why were they all farmer parables or stuff like that? He was talking to the people there in yeah. their language. Mm-hmm. So they would understand it. They would have a deeper understanding. Um, if someone talked to me about cars, I wouldn't know much. But maybe um, you would. The bolts and whatever and uh, whatever it is. It'll be a deeper, deeper to you, and it'll it'll have an impact. You'll know it. Um, you'll remember it when you're looking at a car. You'll go, remember that time? Yeah, yeah. I I agree. He speaks to us right where we're at and mm-hmm. guides us um, and leads us. Yeah, um, I I agree. Um, for me. I'll get a thought. When I used to hear people say, the Lord told me this, the Lord told me, and I thought, well, why doesn't he tell me that way? You know, <laughs> I didn't hear anything. But um, like you say, it usually is a thought. And for me, the way I know is it keeps coming back and keeps coming back. And I'll just, I've learned to say, God, if that is you, don't let me get by without ignoring. Keep re- keep reminding me. Keep reminding And he is faithful mm-hmm. to do that. So... Another thing, too, is God um, always gives you peace. If it's peaceful and you're thinking about it, then that's the Lord, uh, love and peace. But if it's fearful, um, that is not from the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, God gives you a sound mind, you know, Mm -hmm. love, peace, and a sound mind. Um, So... um, my sheep will hear my voice. Yeah. And his voice is always loving and kind. Mm-hmm. You know, even even when um, he's been, you know, daughter and, and mm-hmm. you know, correcting me, it's because of his love. His yeah. love. He loves us so much. Um, you know, he doesn't want to leave us there. So I yes. um, just want to encourage you that. Um, there's a lot of awesome books out there. Um, if you want to know more of how to listen for the Lord, um, you could even call our church office. I'm sure that they would um, get you in the right uh, moment of uh, the books. I don't know how many we have in our bookstore yeah. uh, for prophecy, but I, I do know we read the Sean Bolt's book. Mm-hmm. That's really good, Translating God. Yeah. Uh, but there's so many more uh, books mm-hmm. uh, that are um, good for want, listening to the Lord. I wanted to just say, were you here Christmas Eve? Uh, no, the, I wasn't. The Christmas Eve service was over the top. And um, Jaras Navy sang Little Drummer Boy. I did get to see and that live. It's, it is on YouTube if anyone wants to go see it. And I, I want to just pray over Jaras. And we just pray, God, continue to increase his giftedness lord we just saw how you anointed him um that night to sing before a full house and he just got stronger and stronger as he sang 
And so um, and he had all these spiritual leaders behind him as his backup band playing the drums. And there he is right, right out here coming to church. He'll be a front and center. And we just pray God's favor upon him that you would continue to increase 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 and for his little brother too for for jericho who's a flagger and he's excellent at it and we just pray you would continue to raise these boys up um in to be powerful men of god yes Lord. absolutely mm-hmm. i i agree with that and even uh more lord new songs from heaven it says we will sing a new song yes. we just pray that um uh, those new songs will be downloaded to those young young ones mm-hmm. um i have to say i wasn't here but i got to see it Online. and it was so anointed it just yes. blessed my heart i i wished i would have been here but mm-hmm. i wasn't able to, to come but man it was powerful yes he was singing the little drummer boy and yes. and he's what seven eight he's nine eight eight yeah and it was so precious seven. i do yeah. encourage you to watch it it's really awesome yes 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 and carissa marler doing her slam poetry Oh, just blew blew me away. She, we just pray for your increased anointing upon her too, Lord. So we thank you. We thank you for this time we've had. We look forward to the service we're going to have. Would you like to close us in prayer? Sure, Lord. I just thank you those uh, for those that were watching and those that were um, uh, maybe you'll watch us in the in the future. Lord, just to encourage those ones. We just thank you and praise you, God, for you are here and you're, it's new. It's a new day, new year. We just thank you, Lord, for that. In Jesus' name, I just pray, God. I just was so excited, God, just to think about this new year and your mercies and, and, and is new every morning, God. You, I just love that about you. Mm-hmm. I would. I, <laughs> We'll prophesy over Brent, Lord, yeah. that um, he would just have a fresh word. He's starting a new series, and I won't be a spoiler here and tell what it's about, but it's going to be good. And um, I know they even picked it up in the prayer room. They picked up the gist of what, what it was going to be, and because, um, God, you um, you have a plan for, yes, for us. Lord. So we just we receive it with open hearts, open hands, and we look forward to what you are going to do in Jesus' name. And we hope you stay with us for church service. Yes. Um, it'll be encouraging as well. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Good morning, church. Hope everybody had a wonderful holiday. So, happy new year to you. 
We just want to start by giving praise to the Lord. Amen. Yeah. So, Father God, we come into this place today dedicated to you. We come into this place open to what you're saying, to the movement of your spirit, and the love of a good, good father. We quiet ourselves before you listen to what you have to say, what you have to reveal for this new year. Father, I thank you that we can even gather, but since we do, we gather in your name for your glory, in service of the beloved, to prepare the bride for the wedding, prepare for the coming king, and exalt the almighty God above all others. So we're going to start by singing with the angels. Nothing fancy today, beloved. We're just going to sing.
sing with the angels this morning. We sing holy, holy, holy. Yes, Lord. Each time you turn, we're taken by your glory. We sing holy, holy, holy. Yes. Yes. Mm. Actually, we're just going to sing that chorus one more time. Because I can't get tired of singing. If the angels ain't getting tired of it for eternity, we ain't going to get tired of it on a Sunday morning now. We sing holy, holy, are you Lord God Almighty? Worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb, you are holy.
sleeping.
after a crazy year, Lord, we still
whenever we will. Yes, Lord. We will exalt your holy name. King of kings, Lord of lords. The one whom all glory and honor and power belongs to. We praise you. We know you. You are not invisible. You are a power station inside these vessels. The source of all life. Thank you, Lord. You are so good. If an earthly father gives, how much more does your heavenly father? Receive for your new year the outpouring of the Lord. Even new heart postures about yourself. Let's start by taking away the pedestals for the lies we believe in. That's right. Chains are gone. They're broken. Those shelves for those pedestals are not anchored in the wall. They are falling. No more chains. There are no more pedestals. No more walls. Yes, Lord, we thank you for this. The Lord said it is safe. It is safe in my arms. It is safe in my kingdom. My walls are the only walls you need. But I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard, yes, tender whisper of love in the dead of night, and you tell me that you're pleasing, that I'm never alone. You're a good, good father, it's who you are, it's who you are. Who you are, and I'm loved by you. Yes, who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am. That's who you are before you're anything else. I've seen many, I've seen many searching for answers far and wide but I know we're all searching for answers only you provide because you know what we need before we take away Yeah. 
are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. So we're going to sing that again, beloved. But remember last time, I I love what the Lord gave my heart. I'm just going to sing. And you repeat, it's who I am. Some of us need to break that off of us, those lies. And when we hear the word loved, put your hand on your heart and know that is who you are. It's like even claiming your child. No, that's mine. And you're proud of it. Call me 
deeper still and you call me deeper still into love find that mind-blowingly intimate that we are inseparable and that loved is who you are. Your whole identity can be one word because one word is everything. One word created the galaxies and the universes and all the little cells in you and all the relationships you have. Yeah, God, we just thank you for a huge bear hug right now from you. God, thank you that that's from you, God. And God, we just thank you for your desire for us, Lord. That it's not just one hug once in a while, God. That it is an always, ever-increasing hug, Lord God. A dance with you, God. God, you're here. You're right here. You're holding us. You're good, God. We have access to you. You're speaking sweet everything's over us, God. Your, your love, God, is just like this liquid honey, God, and it doesn't go away, God. I thank you that you're here and you're here to stay, that you're never going to leave us or forsake us, God, that you think about us, Lord God, and your thoughts for us, God, are prosperous ones. They're good ones, God. They're, they're awesome thoughts, Lord God. We just thank you for your papa heart, Lord drowned us in it. Wake us up in it, God. Awaken us, God, to the love of the Father, Lord God. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, God, we just thank you that that you gave your one and only son, God, and you're never going to have to do that again. You're never just going to give us away again, God. Not like you really gave him away, but God, we just thank you. There's no giving away anymore. God, we're in the family. We're yours. Fill us up, God. Surrender us to your love, God. Let us just drink it in. Even though it's already there, God, let us just remember, God, you're here and you're holding us, God. Let us hear you singing over us this morning, God. Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen. All right. Hey, way to lead us. Wasn't that worship good? Come on. It's always good. It's always good. Thank you guys for just leading us. So, welcome to the gate. We are we are in a family that's encountering God. That's our, part of our mission statement. Uh, a welcoming family encountering God. So we're praying that you just sense him in the room. He's always in the room. He's always with you. Sense that he is just so for you, that you're his favorite. 2023, you are God's favorite. And they're just, I want you to have huge expectation for what he has for this whole year, what he has for today. 
And you're blessed. We are blessed. And uh, it's not just for us, right? It's for that world too, that world that just needs him. And we have Christ in us. And so we're the hope of that world. So praise God, we get to just get fired up in here and just go pour it out out there and come back and go out and come back. It's us and them, right? Or is it us for them? That's what it is. Come on. So, yeah, so we're just going to have a little time for just to hear from the Lord this morning. Um, we've just been honing into his voice here for a long time. So if you feel like you're getting a word of knowledge from the Lord, or let's just simplify it. If you feel like you're hearing his voice, he's giving you a name and maybe a sickness with that name, go ahead and text it into us. And then we're just going to, we're going to pray back the very thing that you send in. And some of these, these mighty ones are up here because they're going to do the same thing. I like to call kids mighty ones, right? Because if you call them little, they say, I'm not little. So let's just call them mighty, right? Not little, right? Anyway, they're going to pray back the very things you send in, and then they're going to have some of their own things. So um, I'll just kick us off. I felt like I was getting the name um, Emily this morning, and that Emily was dealing with some elbow issues, specifically maybe a right elbow. Um, So is there an Emily in the room this morning dealing with elbow stuff or anything okay no problem could be joining us on facebook or joining us five years from now we're just going to pray and believe that god's going to heal emily right you guys ready let's do this just say jesus thank you for new year new vision revival (laughs) we just declare your love over emily and we say elbow be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. All right, what do we got, Miss Tracy? All right, we have uh, a prayer request for Diane Johnson and Annie Ward as they're part of the medical missions team in Kenya. Yeah, yeah, we've been wanting to pray for these guys. So let's pray for Annie and Diane and, and all those that are in Africa right now. So, yeah, so Jesus, we thank you for Annie and Diane. And we just declare you do mighty things with them as they shine your light. Let them sense it and know it and just be used by you in a huge way. We just declare miracles. We declare signs and wonders and that people would be healed. They'd be encouraged. Amen. I heard Jack with tummy problems. Dear Jesus, I pray for Jack. I pray that his tummy would feel better. I pray that right now you just snap and all the stuff going wrong uh, with him would be gone. In Jesus' name, amen. So I just want to um, walk through the island and like pray for people who have lots of issues and stuff. So... Dear Jesus, I prayed for this man so he wouldn't have to suffer again. He wouldn't have to do anything bad. He wouldn't have to 
suffer ever, ever again and get it out of his body. Kick it out in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear Jesus, I pray for this man so he would feel better. He'll never have to go through issues again. He would never have to do anything bad. Never, ever. And he would never, ever have to ever go through pain again. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear Jesus, I pray for Tana that she would feel better. She wouldn't have to suffer again, ever, and she would not have to do anything that ever again, and she never was, because she had love in her body, everything she can. So I pray that that suffering could get kicked out. In Jesus' name, amen. Look out. Okay, so we have a few physical needs here that are coming up. Um, Lois, who has some heart issues, and um, baby Callahan, who was uh, born with a hole in her lungs. All right, let's pray for some hearts. So, so Jesus, we lift up Lois, and we lift up baby Callahan, and we thank you that you're the great surgeon, the great physician. We declare their hearts are being healed. And we ask God that you'd bring it to 100% completion, total healing over their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. And I'm just going to add on to that. I think baby Callahan had a hole in her lungs. So we're just going to pray for that too. Complete healing. Let's do it. Yeah, complete healing in Jesus' name. And then um, some um, spiritual and emotional needs, too. Um, some people battling anxiety and depression, um, probably especially over the Christmas and the holiday season. That can be hard for people. Okay. So, so God, we declare you're a good daddy. And we say we're familiar with your voice. We're familiar with your joy these ones are familiar with deep love that comes from you and we command anxiety get out anger get out fear get out in the mighty name of Jesus and one last thing we say depression get out of here amen Come on. We got a couple more? Yes. One more? Okay. Um, we're going to pray for Beth, who's struggling with severe intestinal type health issues, yeah, GI yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah. You want to pray this one, Jericho? Beth. Dear Jesus, I pray for Beth that that stomach stuff, when I had to suffer again, she would never, ever have to suffer. She would never, ever have to go through pain ever again. Her heart is beating right now. I know and I hear it. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, and then a prayer for abscesses. Yeah. So Jesus, thank you that you are a wonder-working God. 
And you use us to do signs and wonders today. So we say, abscesses, get out in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, leave the body. We say, incinerate, get out of here in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Come on, way to get after it, team. Way to get after it, family. That's so fun. I love that we're just praying for miracles. It's just so good. So we're going to transition here um, into a little more worship. Before we do that, we're going to have our kiddos um, head over to Kids Church. If if you want them to, they don't have to. But we have a three- and four-year-old room this morning, which is our first classroom down to the right. Miss Nicole Pullman's going to be in there teaching them. And then we have a nursery for all babies, the two-year-olds. Miss Teresa Maynard's going to be in there. And then in the gym, we're going to have all five to 11-year-olds. And Darren Maynard's going to be in there, and I'm going to be in there as well. So we can transition our kiddos out there. And also, we're going to transition into our offering time. So here at Church of the Gate, we just come down this the middle aisle here, and we take our worship offering, and we plant it in our planter's baskets here to the left, to the right, and to the left. Also, you can give online. I think we're going to have it. Yeah, you can see it all up there. So you could even take out your phone and go to camera and put it up there, and you can highlight. What is that thing called again, Chris? See how techy I am? QR code, and then it'll it'll bring you right to uh, the link where you can give. So let's, uh, I'll just pray for us, and then you can come on up here. There's also, sorry, there's also self-serve communion. So go ahead and just take some time with the Lord. Take some time with your family. It's a good time just to remember what he's done for us. And so, so God, we just, we do. Jesus, we remember. Jesus, we remember what you went through for us, God, to, to forgive us, Lord God, to heal us, Lord, to set us free, God, to make us back, bring us back to innocence, Lord. We just thank you for that. You paid the full price, and we remember, God, as we as we take the elements, God, and as we come up just to um, to give, God, we just thank you for who you are and that you are the giver, Lord God. You you love the world so much, God, that you gave, Lord. And so we just bless you this morning, God. We just say thank you for this house. God, thank you for a place to worship, God, on a, on a cold Sunday morning. God, thank you for a family to be part of. And we just do this in rejoicing. We do this in joy. God, we just say we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, come on up. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hand. From the moment that I wake up till I lay my head, I will sing of God all my life all life you have been faithful Your voice, it is there. 
goodness is running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after me. Your goodness is running after me. Your goodness is running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after me. All my life. with our last breath, our breath that already speaks your name, we will sing of your goodness forever and ever. Amen. (laughs) Happy New Year, Happy New Year. It is 2023. Can you believe it? So good to see you in this brand new year. How many of you are up past midnight last night and you're still here today? How many, are, how many are like me and you went to bed early? Anybody, anybody get older, you say, you know what, I, I can go to bed, right? <laughs> Celebrate the new year. The only problem is we live now on the backside of the golf course. So at 12 a.m., boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Our dog didn't know what was going on last night. That's all right. We're celebrating, all right? And we're celebrating something brand new. How many know God makes all things new? This is a great opportunity to remember that God makes all things new. So happy new year to you. We're glad you're here. My name is Brent. I'm lead pastor here at the gate. It's an honor to have you with us. We want to welcome you this morning. If you've never been here before or I met some people here that used to be uh, attend about six years ago that were back here with us today. So welcome if you've been away for a while and you're back. They said, hello, Steve. <laughs> Sorry, it's, I'm not Steve. Steve is awesome. It just reminded me when they, when they said that this morning of how often that happened in the early days. And Leslie Prince was out there and she was talking about how on our 25th anniversary as a church, Steve and I actually wore the same shirt. Confused everybody. Uh, but for those of you that don't know, Steve Hickey and Kristen Hickey, founding pastors, and we just bless them today, right? And the work God is doing through them in Alaska is amazing, and 
we're glad to be a part of that, that we're, they're still a part of this house. Amen. So, um, we're glad you're here. And if you've never been here before, it's your first time, or maybe, uh, you've been, uh, you've been coming for a couple of three times and you've never done this before. You'll notice under the seats in front of you, there's some Bibles inside those Bibles are some welcome home cards. Take one of those cards, fill it out, and at the end of service, you can turn it in right in the back of the room. Uh, you'll see this little lit up area. That's our bookstore, and uh, they would love to welcome you. Speaking of our bookstore, our bookstore, the most beautiful woman in the world runs this bookstore, and she asked me to let you guys know all Christmas is 50% off at the bookstore right now, and there's brand new inventory. How many of you know leaders are readers? And there is brand new inventory, some amazing books and gifts back in our our bookstore. We invite you back there after service today. But especially if you fill out one of those cards, turn it in back there and they'll give you a free gift as our way of saying thanks for hanging out with us. Also, our online family, welcome. Those of you that are in your PJs this morning and you're still kind of like groggy from worshiping. Uh, Many of you were worshiping well past midnight last night and celebrating over at Zion Ignite. How awesome was that, huh? So good. Tan and I got in in a little bit of it early on and and got to experience Chris Hill leading worship over there as well. And what a great, awesome way for our uh, church family to come together. When I say church with a capital C, the city church family to come together. It was really cool. So um, I'm glad you're here this morning. Back on track, Brent. I'm glad you're here this morning. Welcome online family. Will you help me in welcoming our online family and those that are new today? We are so glad you're with us. We're glad you're here. A couple of announcements I want to make you aware of. Actually, several this morning. So that we can prepare to move into this new year. I am so excited about several things. One is our Wednesdays in January. So as a, as a pastoral staff, we felt the Lord just press into us toward the end of last year that he wanted us to launch into 2023 immediately with our Wednesdays. Now, it won't be like a normal family night. We won't have dinner at five o'clock, but at six o'clock, this first Wednesday night that we're going to have together, we're calling it worship and wait. Now we've done this over the last couple of years where we're just going to take time. We're going to worship. Oh, I love how Chris led us this morning. We just began the year not singing about God as much as singing to God, worshiping God. What a way to start the year, huh? And that's what we're going to do on Wednesday night. And then we're going to spend some time waiting on the Lord together and finding a spot in the sanctuary to just journal and say, Lord, what? I know many of you have already done this. Maybe you've already asked the Lord, what are you saying for 2023? But how many of you know God's got more? And so we're going to come together to hear the more. What are you saying for my life and for my family for 2023? So we're going to take time to do that, and then we'll have time at the end on Wednesday night to share what the Lord's speaking. So we're leaning into the voice of the Lord. Second Wednesday night this month is going to be a ministry night. What I mean by that is there's going to be a small group of us that are basically going to just call out and prophesy over and minister to people that are here that night. So we're the whole night is going to be dedicated to just releasing prophetic words and prophetic ministry over people. We want people to encounter and experience that. It's a normal part of our life. It happens every month, twice a month with our prophetic teams on Monday nights. And it has been amazing to see what God has done through our teams that minister the word of the Lord. It's a normal part of our lives together. But we want to highlight some time or make room, make space for God to minister to people. So um, we invite you, invite your friends, invite anybody 
to come out and be a part of that night. We're just going to believe God to minister to all kinds of people that night. So the third Wednesday night, though, I'm super excited about. That is going to be an activation night. What do I mean by that? You weren't created to sit in a chair and watch people do the gifts of the Spirit. Now, it's awesome to model it, and it's my heart that as leaders we will model that well and model how you minister the gifts of the Spirit in love. But we want you to know every single person can move and operate in supernatural ministry. So we're going to make space for you to do this stuff. So third Wednesday night, it's not going to be your pastoral team or a few people that are ministering, but it's going to be you ministering to one another, words of knowledge, words of wisdom. You say, I've never done that. Great. This will be your opportunity. And it's way easier than you might think. For those of you that have never done this before, actually, you've you've probably already been doing it and you didn't know it. You've been hearing the voice of God and you didn't know you were hearing his voice. So we will come together that third Wednesday night and we will have activation The fourth Wednesday night is going to be our annual family meeting where we're going to come together and you're going to hear from every area of ministry in the house. All of our ministries from children's and youth to men's and women's, all ministry leaders are going to share with you what the Lord did in 2022. And here's where we feel like the Lord is going in 2023. And you'll also hear a financial report. You'll have an opportunity to hear where things are going with us, uh, what God did last year, and what we're believing God for this year in that area as well. So we invite you to come out all of our Wednesdays, and then we will launch into February with Family Night. So those of you that are feeling like, man, I really have felt God laying it on my heart to lead a small group. I feel like the Lord has laid it on my heart to be someone that would host a small group, maybe in my home or maybe here at the church. Uh, we're going to do that already. I know that we're going to have the priesthood, the group that Tan and I led. We're going to do that again. We're going to finish that book by Chris Burns. But there will be several others. And we want let us know. Actually, if you go on our website or on your, on your church center app, you can click on the more tab and you'll see that there's a place to fill out forms. You will find the small group leader form. Fill that out. Let us know. Even if you already are leading a group, would you please at least fill the part out that tells us what you're doing, the name of your group what you're doing, and what you're going to be sharing on this next season. We have several groups that go all, all year, year long. So um, we're excited about moving into this year and all that God's going to do. And, man, I'm, I don't want to just kind of creep into the year. I want to go into this thing boldly. How about you guys? Then I'm super excited also. I keep using that word. You keep using that word. I don't think it means. What do you think it means? January 9th through the 29th, 21 days of prayer and fasting. So we're going to join the global Foursquare family. Foursquare is the movement that Tan and I have been ordained with for 25 years. And it's also the movement that is planting and helping plant Angela and Glenn Pulse. You're going to hear more about that this month. They're launching with online church this month. So they're planting Foursquare Church and so are Ashley and Jared Duper. And uh, so we're going to join our global Foursquare family and we're going to fast together. We're not just going to fast as a local church. We're going to fast as a part of a global family. Can you imagine this? All around the world at the same time with the focus on Jesus. We are going to fast together for 21 days. Ask the Lord what he would have you fast. We're not telling you what you should fast. Ask him. Maybe it's food. Maybe it's social media. Whatever it is. uh, uh, Entertainment. Football. whatever it might be. (laughs) No, Lord. Some of you are like, Lord, no. Lord, no. (laughs) Only if the Lord tells you to, all right? Ask him what you should fast. We're going to fast together. So I encourage you guys to to be a part of that. Then January 22nd, you're going to hear more about this in the coming weeks. 
We're going to have elder nomination. We've got two of our lead elders, or two of our elders. One of them are our lead elders, the Rankies, uh, and also the Fakuses, who have served for their full term as elders. So we're going to have two new elders. They can either be a couple or a single person. They have to be members of the church, and you also have to be a member of the church to be able to be a part of the nomination process. I'll share more about that, but I want you to begin to pray about that. Again, you'll hear more about that in the coming weeks. And then February 1st, family night, life groups begin. And then February 25th, I want to mention again, I'm going to keep dropping this, that we're going to go to the movies together. We're going to go to Jesus Revolution movies. Someone paid to rent out a whole movie theater for all of us to go to the movies together. So um, you're going to hear more about that. We're going to have a place actually to go online to register for that. So we want to fill up that theater. It's going to be an awesome time. Then, of course, we are starting our new Bible reading plan this year. Last year, we had the one-year Bible reading plan. We read, read, you read through the whole Bible in a year. This year, we are going to read through. You can take out your phone right now. If you've not signed up for the plan, take out your phone right now and turn on your camera. Open your camera and point it toward that QR code. Tap on the website that it brings up. It'll take you to the link that you can click on to join the Bible reading plan. We do it together in the Version app, the Bible app. If you don't have that app, it's available on all platforms, or you can just do it on your computer online at Bible.com. But you can join us and be a part of reading through Paul's epistles six times this year. We are going to get immersed in the gospel of grace this year. I am so excited for the revelation. You know there's a place in Ephesians where Paul actually says, I think it's chapter 2 or maybe it's chapter 3, where Paul actually says he wants us to have the same revelation that he had by reading the the letter to to Ephesus. So when you and I read through, we're going to step into the revelation that Holy Spirit wants to give us of the gospel of grace. So I encourage you guys to check this out. It's a great opportunity to get in the Word together. And there's places to make comments every single day, like Fred Dupert does. You can make comments every single day and share what the Lord is showing you in the Word. All right, enough announcements. Somebody say, stop announcing things. <laughs> Tana's really shouting it out. All right, this morning I uh, am going to begin a new series, Water Walking with Jesus. And uh, I'm, I'm actually not even going to get into that part of it yet today. But this is where we're going to be for the next several weeks together. And I, what I want to lean into is face-to-face supernatural living. Oh, man. And I'm excited. That's where we're going. I know you know the story that we're headed for, but we're not going to get there yet today. What I, what I wanted to do this morning is to share with you what I feel like the Lord spoke to me uh, for 2023. I believe he has a lot more to say. Uh, I've heard from some of you already some things you feel like the Lord is speaking to us for a house, and he's got a lot more to say than what I'm speaking right here, absolutely. But what I feel like the Lord's called me to do is kind of provide a foundation for where I believe he wants to take us this year. Part um, Part of the apostolic is not only laying foundation, which that's what Steve and Kristen did in this house when they planted here. That's apostolic. But also guarding the foundation. That's part of my call, is to always bring us back to where the Lord originally called us. That's part of what I want to do, is provide that foundation now for 2023 to lay a foundation upon which all the other words and things that I believe he speaks to us will will flow through. This is the grid. Can I say it that way? 
This is the grid, I believe, for us. Now, I don't claim to have the word for 2023 for all of America. I don't claim to have the word of the Lord for 2023 for all of the world. But I have a responsibility here, right? And so I do this morning say, and I present it to you not as you better believe this because I said it. I present it for your consideration and your prayer, right? I present it saying, I'm only a vessel just like you guys, but this is what I feel or this is what I sense that God is speaking to us in 2023. Here are the two words that I feel like he so highlighted to me. Union and communion. Union and communion. Those two words. From those two words, I believe all kinds of amazing things are going to happen this year. So I want to get into that. When I was writing, when I was journaling this, this week about what I felt like the Lord was saying, I felt like at first it was Jesus that was, was speaking to me. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with prophecy or, or hearing from the Lord, of course, Scripture is full of it, and, and it did not end when the apostles died. Just so you know, this house believes that God still speaks today. Now, it, what I'm saying with you is not in any way equal to the Bible, but it's also very important to me that it does not contradict the Bible, Right? That the Bible actually is a plumb line, the scriptures are a plumb line, against which we can test the words that the Lord gives us. But I felt like, or I sensed, that the first voice that I heard speaking to me was Jesus. And I felt like this is what he said. This is a year of partnership and communion. Which is part of what communion means. This is a year of partnership. Think about that, that is amazing. Isn't that an incredible thought that Jesus invites us into partnership? How many of you are watching The Chosen right now? How many of you are watching the new season right now? How many love that Jesus is inviting those boys into partnership, right? He's inviting them to go do what he's been doing, right? So he's saying to us, I believe this year is a year of partnership and communion. They go together, communing with him, and out of that comes partnership. I am moving this house from following me to communing with and partnering with me. I want you to really think on that, chew on that, and pray on that. Because often we use the phrase that we want to follow Jesus. In fact, I've, you know, many, 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 many times have led the course. I have decided to follow Jesus. You know the song, right? I, it's a it's a great song. Come down to the altar and 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 you know the the cross before me, the world behind me, all of it. It's a it's a powerful song. The best sermon I ever heard on this was actually preached by my wife, where she was asked to speak at a camp for teenagers, and the camp was on following Jesus. <laughs> and she walked up the last night of the camp, and she said, "Jesus doesn't want you to follow him. Jesus wants you to know that he is in you, and you are in him." And you are communing with him. And you are walking with him. It's not what would Jesus do and me trying to figure that out and follow some pattern. We aren't following a pattern. We are in partnership with a person. So, yes, the original call to the disciples in the physical embodied Jesus was to follow the physical embodied Jesus around. But he said at the end of his ministry, where I am, there you will be also. What was he talking about? Where, where was he saying, where I am? 
Where I am, he is saying to them, is in relationship with the Father through the Spirit. That's where I'm taking you to. And he did that through his death, burial, and resurrection. He brought us into union. Think of that. He brought us into union with himself. And he calls us into communion and into partnership. And I feel like he's saying, I am moving this house from following me to communing with and partnering with me. I've got some stuff that I want to do with you this year. And then I felt like the voice expanded to to being this, this single voice of the three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Aren't you... Aren't you thankful? C.S. Lewis said that love cannot be love unless there are at least two persons. Love cannot be love unless there are at least two persons. A single solitary being in the sky can't love because there's nothing to love. So God, by nature, exists in three persons. And there is love inside that circle, right? And so I felt like the Father, Son, and Spirit were speaking to me. If it sounds like I'm tripping over my lips today, I had, a, I had an allergic rela- reaction to um, an antibiotic. I had bronchitis over the holidays, and I had, took an antibiotic, and my, my lips started swelling up. I feel like that Fat Albert cartoon was like, I'll be a tibby you that but God but love us, you boo. <laughs> That's how I feel this morning. So I felt like the, the Father, Son, and the Spirit was saying, we want you to bring you to the table. We want you to bring you to this table. That's a beautiful picture. Communing is sharing. And this year we want you to share your thoughts and ideas with us. Wow. Much of what we we think is, I just want to go to God and I just want to get my marching orders. I'll just go to the general. The general will tell me what to do. I'll do what the general says. And then I'll come back and get my marching orders. That's not wrong, but that's not the highest level of relationship we've been called into. Jesus himself said, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends. And even a greater revelation than even friendship with God, which that, right? That we can be friends of God. Is that we've actually been brought into the family of God. Hey, you're in the family know what I mean in the family (laughs) you've been brought in you've been brought in I've been brought in and so I felt like and and parenthetical insert if you're looking for a good book to read that'll help kind of expand your I don't know if we have this but dreaming with God by Bill Johnson is a great book for going down this pathway and thinking along these lines do we have that in the bookstore we don't have that one we used to have it, but I bet we could get it, right? Oh, yeah, she says, we could get it. It's a great book. If you, can't, you don't want to get it here, get it at Amazon. You can pick it up. So I encourage you, if you haven't read it, to read it. Listen to this again. Communing is sharing, and this year we want you to share your thoughts and ideas with us. There is freedom in this relationship for you to not only listen. How many think listening is the most important thing, right? I think that's the most important thing we do when we commune with him. His thoughts are way more fun than mine. But he wants to know that there's things that he's placed within you. There's thoughts that he wants you to bring to the table. There's freedom in this relationship for you to not only listen, but to speak. Oh, 
we love hearing what's on your heart. Then immediately I hear you say, but you already know. Right? When you say that to God, like that's what I was saying. And he was like, "I, I hear you, Brent. You, Brent, you say, but you already know. You know, why should I say it? If you already know it, because he does, right? God is God. One of the things that makes God God is that he's omniscient. He's all-knowing. I realize that there is a teaching out there that God doesn't know all, but I don't buy into that. I believe God is omniscient. And there's a freedom for us to not only listen, but to speak. He says, I want to hear what's on your heart. You say, but you already know. We say, let us hear your voice, for your voice is sweet. That's right out of the song of Songs 2.14. We'll be there in a minute. There are ideas and dreams inside you that need to be voiced and processed with us. I'm going to read that again. Oh, I want to encourage you this morning. There are ideas and dreams inside you that need to be voiced and processed with us. Then you can voice and process those dreams with one another. So, First of all, Father, Son, and Spirit invite us to bring our thoughts What are we thinking about? What are the ideas? What are we processing? What are some crazy out there dreams that we have on the inside of us that we're almost scared to say? God is saying, bring that to the table. Talk with me about it. And then as you process it with me, begin to process it with each other. Some of you are carrying dreams around that you don't have a grid for yet. That's what we're going to get into in this series when we look at Peter walking on the water. There was absolutely... No biblical reference for that. It had never been done that it was recorded in Scripture. It had never, you talk about outside the grid, right? I've tried to walk on water. A bunch of times as a kid at my aunt's swimming pool, I would always, (laughs) but I would try. Some of you have dreams that are outside the grid, and some of you have tried and fallen in the water. He's saying, come on, let's process it some more. Talk with me about it. Talk with me about it. Get, begin to, to, you don't even have a grid for it? Let me give you the grid. Let me begin, that's what I believe he's saying to us. Not me personally. That's what I believe the Lord is saying to us. Let me give you a grid. Talk with me about it until I talk you into it. Some of us need to talk with God about our dreams until he talks us into actually doing something with it. Until he talks us into actually stepping outside of the boat into the impossible. Well, when the Lord's ready. My friends, I think he's ready. Well, we're just waiting on the Lord. Hallelujah. How long have you been waiting? Well, about 40 years, but one day, hallelujah. How you know there's a time when you take the step? You begin to move in the direction of the dream that he's placed on. He'll talk you into it if you talk with him. Or if your dream is totally wacky and crazy and it wasn't him, he'll let you know. Say, oh, that's so cool. I'm so glad you brought that to the table. Let's tweak that a little bit, right? God's good. He wants us to talk with him about our dreams. You will only get the grid through communing with us. Here's what I felt like the Lord spoke. Great revelation is being released this year. Revelation of your union and communion with us. Great revelation. How many know we don't get it through head knowledge? There's nothing wrong with studying and there's nothing wrong with, with learning, but not the Western way. The Western way is we learn about and we spit out answers on a test. We don't know, we know about. 
Biblical knowledge is knowing by experience. Not being able to spit out answers on a test, but to be able to encounter and experience what God wants us to walk in this year. That comes through Revelation. Flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, Peter, but my Father who is in heaven. Right? Flesh and blood didn't give this to you. You didn't get this by trying to figure it out. I mean, you can't figure out God. You can't figure out your dream. But what you can do is commune with, have relationship with, talk with God. And encounter God and experience God. Even in the midst of the sharing. Like that, that's beautiful to the Lord when we spend time just sharing and speaking and talking back and forth with Him. So this morning I want to go to Song of Songs or Song of Solomon chapter 2. Because I felt like that was the, the verse the Lord highlighted was verse 14, but I want to give it some context. So chapter 2, oh my goodness, we spent two years. <laughs> As a pastoral staff, we do every Wednesday at 1 o'clock, we do at the table is what we've called it in the past until at the table church got planted. Bible study. And we, this is our expository time. This is where we go through books of the Bible. And I love it because when you go through a book of the Bible and you, you, you go all the way through, you can't avoid the verses that are uncomfortable. You've got to wrestle with them. You've got to wrestle with the stuff in the passage that's uncomfortable and allow Holy Spirit. I find out if, if there's something that I read in the Bible that I don't agree with, I know that I'm wrong. Or secondly, I probably don't have the revelation that I need about that to be able to be on fire about it. Because if I have a revelation of it, I'll know where it came from, from God's heart and why he said it, right? But I always want to come to the scripture saying, Lord, what you've spoke is right. Bring me into alignment with that. So we, it took us two years to get through Song of Songs. Beautiful, beautiful allegory of God's relationship, Jesus' relationship with the bride, which is us, his church. And in chapter two, what's about to happen right now, and I believe, I believe this is where we are right now. What's about to happen is the bride, us, is about to be challenged because the bride has enjoyed so much being under the apple tree, so much communing and just communing was just me being with you, just us alone, God, me and you in a cave. That's all I need. If it's just me and you, Jesus, oh, I love just me and you. He said, that is so awesome. And that is where I want you to begin, but you're not going to end there because when it's me and you, I'm about to leap over some mountains. I'm about to skip and jump. I'm about to move into some impossible situations. And if it's me and, and you, then you and me are going to leap over these together. God, just leap over these mountains for me. He says, no, you and I are going to leap through these mountains together. And he's about to give her this invitation now in, in the song. Many of you know it. You've walked through this study too. In the song in chapter 2, she says, no. <laughs> She's like, uh, no, I think I'll stand under the apple tree. Until the shadows flee away, uh, go ahead, jump over the mountains, go ahead, do what you're going to do, God, and I'll just praise you from here. So she says no, and because she says no, she begins to be unaware of his presence. It's not that God leaves us because he made it clear he will never, 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 never leave us nor forsake us. But God does continue to move, and he wants to move us into growth, and he wants to move us into maturity, and he wants to raise up sons. And he wants to raise up daughters, right? 
So he will allow us to be in seasons where we don't sense his presence because he's drawing us out of the comfortable to experience his presence leaping on the mountains. He says, I want you to know me. I want you to know me in moving forward into the uncomfortable. I want you to know me in walking in face-to-face relationship in such a way that you're stepping out in brand new ways. That you're stepping out into the uncomfortable and you're stepping out into the powerful life that I have for you. So he makes this call in Song of Solomon 2. I'm going to go ahead and say that we're saying yes. So I'm going, to, I'm going to start with yes. Like we already say yes to you, God, before we even know what you're saying. So Song of Solomon chapter 2, verse 10. My beloved spoke and he said to me, rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. You hear that? He's not, when he says come away, he's not saying come and just be in this quiet corner with me. You see in the text, he's actually calling her to rise up to a new level of supernatural living. Rise up, my love, my fair one. Makes me think of Isaiah 60, verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Rise up, my love. That's what he calls her. I love this. Love draws us, right? Rise up, my love. He doesn't say, rise up, you idiot. Get up. Sicky laying around listening to worship music. He doesn't do that, right? Am I back now? Nope, Brent, don't smack your mic. All right. Rise up. Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. For lo, the winter is past. Rain is over and gone. The flowers appear on the earth. The time of singing has come. This is very special to me. This was on our, this very passage was what was at our wedding. On our bulletin, our wedding bulletin. This is what was there. The flowers appear on the earth. The time of singing has come. And the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land. The turtle dove would be heard in early harvest. Also, the turtle dove is the one sacrifice when the person was so poor they couldn't afford to bring the proper sacrifice. He said, just bring a turtle dove. The voice of the turtle dove, the voice of even the most poor among you is invited to rise up into sacrificial living. Woo! The voice of the turtle dove. The winter is gone. The voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land. The fig tree puts forth her green fruits and the vines with the tender grapes give a good smell. Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. Oh, my dove in the clefts of the rock. Come on, that's so good, isn't it? In the clefts of the rock. I mean, that's a picture of Jesus split open side. That's where we came from. That's where the bride of Christ was birthed on the cross. The split open side, the cleft of the rock. Remember Jesus, I mean, remember Moses when he wanted to see God. He was hidden in the rock. How many know we're hidden in the rock now? We're hidden in the cleft of the rock. In the secret places of the cliff. Woo, he's got us hidden in the secret places on high. Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Mm. Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. Again, that's the heart of God he's saying to us. When you come and spend time. I'm going to be careful about that. Because then we make prayer like just something we do at one particular time of the day. That's valuable. 
as you are with me all day long, as you and I are in relationship, commune with me. And I'm calling you to rise up. I want to read it this morning for the Passion Translation as well because I feel like that sometimes a different translation kind of opens up our heart. This is a paraphrase, but I believe it captures the heart of Song of Songs 2, 10 through 14. The one I love calls to me the bridegroom king. Arise, my dearest. Listen to this. I believe it's in your notes on the screen. Hurry, my darling. How about that? How about the Lord telling you to hurry? Aren't, my wife would be so excited about this because so many years she's had to say this to me. Hurry, Brent. Get out of turtle mode. <laughs> That's what you used to say, right? You used to have to say, come on, Brent, you're in turtle mode. I'm be walking around. One, one time we're sitting in the car and I'm just kind of staring off. She says, what are you thinking about? I just wonder what it would be like to be a miller. There was a little, little miller bug in our car. I mean, so that's what he said. Come on, Brent, engage. Says, God's saying, stop thinking about what it'd be like to be a miller. Hurry up. Come on. I've got something awesome for you. Hurry, my darling. Come away with me. Somebody say with me. How many know God is not calling you to run for him? You run for God, you will burn out. I say that having burned out several times. Anybody else burned out multiple times? Sign back up again. Burned out again, running for God. Sign back up again. Commit. I I was telling Barb Burris this morning, uh, Brian Maynard was talking about this too. I said, "I I made a promise to God to never make him another promise again. You want to know what promise I'm making on, on this new year? I'm not making God any promises. I'm leaning into his. <laughs> I'm leaning into his empowering promise and his empowering call. I got, I got nothing else. There's no other basket for me. All my eggs are in that basket. All my eggs are in his basket. He calls me. He says, come away with me. I have come. As you have asked. This is interesting. I, I want to tweak this just a little bit. I'm not tweaking scripture, but interpreting it in light of the new covenant. The truth is, Jesus came whether we invited him or not. (laughs) Scripture says this, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Not because we got it so right, he finally showed up. He did come. So when we're saying, oh, please come to an ever-present God who is here, I think we miss the whole powerful message of the New Testament, which is, he's here. He's here, Scott, this morning in prayer. He said, right here, right now. God is right here, right now. He's here with us when we're together as, as a house, as a church. He's also in your life every single day. The other night we came home from traveling and, and, and Terry had given Tana this, this CD by Joshua Mills. Anybody know who Joshua Mills is? Some of you know who, who he is. We love Joshua Mills. And he had this new CD out, the Oil and the Wine. Is that what it's called? Oil and the Wine. And uh, is that right? Fresh oil. And as we're worshiping, Tana looks down in, in, in our house. This wasn't in a church service. This wasn't at Bethel. This is in our house. Her hands begin to manifest this gold and red glitter-looking stuff all over her hands. And then Terry looks down. And she begins to see it manifesting on her hands as well. I mean, God does crazy things. I got nothing. 
I know, somebody already corrected me this morning, you're carrying it inside you. Yes, I know, but I wanted some on my hand. I want to be on The stuff sometimes is outside of, why do you do that, God? Because I love you and I just want to show you my goodness in the land of the living, right? We don't always know. We just know God is awesome and he wants to manifest his presence and he wants to do it not just when we're here, but everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Come away with me. I've come as you have asked to draw you to my heart and to lead you out. Notice both of those. I want to draw you to my heart and commune with you, but I'm doing it because I'm going to lead you out. I'm leading you out. Come on, some of you are ready to be led out of 22. I'm leading you out of where you've been. And how many know God only leads you out to lead you in? I'm leading you out of Egypt because I want to lead you into the promised land. It doesn't have to take 40 years. I want you to encounter and experience running with me now, experiencing my goodness now in the land of the living. I've come as you've asked to draw you to my heart and lead you out, for now is the time. I just I felt like this was, I know that you can read this and it's always true, right? I mean, today is the day of salvation and it's always now. And God is, Jeremy Lopez has a great book about the God of the now. He's always in our now. I'm saying all that and I'm still going to say this. I feel like this is the word for us that God is saying to the gate, now's the time. The prophecies that have been made over this house, now's the time. The words that have been spoken over your life personally, now's the time. Like right now. The day is coming, Jesus said this, the day is coming and now is. Right? That's what he told the woman that he, he met at the well. The day is coming and now is. He says, come on, come on, come on. Now is the time, my beautiful one. Oh, don't you love that? Isn't that great? That he, he wants to say that. Some of you need to hear that this morning. Scott Vegas, you're just beautiful, man. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're absolutely beautiful. You need to hear that this morning. God says you're beautiful. Listen to this one, verse 11. Oh, this gripped me. The season has changed. Mm. The bondage of your barren winter has ended. And the season, this is really for somebody, man. I'm telling you, the season of hiding is over and gone. The season of hiding is over and gone. Now, there are God-initiated times of hiding that he initiates. He says to David, I need you in the cave for a while. Saul is chasing you. I'm going to use this time in the cave with you to develop you. And since there's somebody been in the cave for quite a while, and the Lord says, this is the time, the season has changed. Your, some of you are hearing this as a word. To, if your heart's burning while I'm saying this, this is for you. The season has changed, and you're coming out of hiding. What you learned in the cave was for this time right now, and it wasn't just for you. It was for a group of mighty men and women that God wants to surround you with to speak into their lives, right? It was for a group of people that are in debt and depressed. I'm, that's a, I want this church filled with people that are depressed, in debt, struggling, in pain, tatted up, rings everywhere. I don't care what you look like. I'm telling you, Jesus loves you, and we want you to know his goodness in the land of the living. I'm going to make this statement. Jesus, make us uncomfortable with the people that you're bringing into this family. Come on. We're going to see it in the Jesus revolution, aren't we? In the Jesus movement, all these people start coming in with long hair, no shoes on. 
You can't go to church without your shoes on. <laughs> but, but how many know God did an incredible thing through the Jesus movement? I love what Chris Burns sings. We don't want fish from another pond. Give us the wild ones. Give us the wild ones. The season has changed. Now is the time. This is the time. Don't say four more months and then the harvest. Now is the time. The bondage of a barren winter has ended. The season of hiding is over and gone. <laughs> the rains have soaked the earth and left it bright and blossoming with flowers. When I read that, I was thrown right over to Isaiah 55. It's going to be on the screen. For as the rain and the snow, oh, Virgil, there you go. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth and making it produce and sprout and providing seed to the sower and bread to the eater. He's drawing a parallel, right? So will my word be which goes out from my mouth. You know, it, it, it never, I don't know why, but it never dawned on me till I heard someone preaching this recently that this is a messianic pr- prophetic passage. Who's the word? Jesus is the word. When my word goes out, it will not return. He will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the purpose for which I sent him. The first coming worked. The second coming of Jesus is not because the first one didn't work. The first coming of Jesus worked. He came, became a man. I mean a real man. Not just like a a flesh kind of body thing. No, he really stepped inside of the gnarled up, broken, Adamic flesh. And he was tempted as we are, yet steadfastly refused to give in because he said yes to his father. He could say no to everything else. A real man. And he beat sin blow after blow after blow after blow. It wasn't just what he did on Calvary, absolutely, but that was the culmination of a whole life of beating sin after sin and struggle after struggle and suffering after suffering. And he pounded it out inside of our brokenness. Inside of our brokenness, inside of Adam's brokenness. He stepped in and something had to give. And thank God it was that old Adamic messed up broken us that he took down with him into that grave and crucified. As Paul, we will hear in Galatians, he said it today in our passage that we read, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. The first coming worked. He is coming again for the full consummation of his kingdom. But we should not look to that second coming as, oh my gosh, it's all going to be a total wreck. And then finally he'll show up to a beaten, broken down, messed up church that's hurting so bad he's got to come rescue us and get us weenies out of here because that Antichrist is a bad dude and he's got to suck us up out of the earth. No, the first coming work, we are empowered. We are full of the Holy Spirit right now. Heaven on earth through you and me. Heaven on earth through you and me. We occupy until he comes, Scripture says. We keep doing the business of the kingdom until he comes. We wake up to who we are. We stand in the fullness. There's a word in the new covenant called boldness. There's the boldness of God on the inside of us to preach the true, unfiltered, unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ. To experience his power. Oh, I feel like my dad. Hee hee. 
Okay, Brent, land the plane. Verse 12. The season for singing and pruning the vines has arrived. Dr. Simmons translates it this way because it's like a homonym. The two words in Hebrew are so similar that he, he, he puts both in there. The singing and pruning. How many know pruning is good? 2023, prune away what's dead, God. Prune away the good stuff I'm doing that's keeping me from doing the best. This, this, and I'm singing through it all. Singing through the pruning. Just singing through the pruning. How many know when you're being pruned, you're being touched? You're being touched by God. I hear the cooing of doves in our land, filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. Lord, give us new songs this year. Songs that awaken. (laughs) Songs that awaken hearts. Paul says in Colossians, I preach to awaken hearts. Can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. Give us eyes to see, God. They're blooming. We're not blooming idiots. Right? We're blooming the kingdom. And there's signs of God working everywhere. The fragrance of their flower whispers. There is change in the air. (laughs) <laughs> arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place. For now is the time to arise and come away with me, for you are my dove, hidden in the split open rock. It was I who took you and hid you up high in the secret stairway of the sky. That's, that's a really good way to translate that, cliffs. The stairway, I took you in my ascension. I caught you up in me, and you're hidden with me in heavenly places right now. Where do you live? You live in heavenly places right now. Let me see your radiant face and hear your sweet voice. How beautiful your eyes of worship and lovely your voice in prayer. God's saying, I want to see, I want to hear, bring you to the table. Come let us reason together because I'm going to do amazing things in 2023 through you. Amen. Let's stand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Sister Terry, would you come and join me? Be my eyes. Would you bow your heads for just a moment? And uh, we want to give people an opportunity to, to say yes to the yes of Jesus today. If you've never done that before, it's a great day to do it. What a way to begin 2023 by saying yes to Jesus. I, I love to say, if you've never heard me say this before, you'll hear it over and over again. We cannot make God say yes to us. You can't work hard enough, try hard enough. He already said yes. The yes has a name. His name is Jesus. Jesus is the yes of God for you. He has already said yes. He said yes when he went down to that grave and rose again and ascended. He said yes to you. He had your face in his mind. So right now, if you've never said yes to his yes, here's the beautiful thing. The first Adam we come into without a choice. The death, the brokenness, the despair, all the stuff. But the last Adam, Jesus, says, I love you too much to force you. I give you a choice to say yes to my yes. You can stay hidden away. You can live in a cave. You can hide in the cave. You can try to run from me. I still won't leave you, but I'm going to keep bugging you. I love you too much to leave you alone. So this morning, why? Why not just surrender? It's a lot easier. You said, no, you say it's easy to be a Christian. No, I'm saying it's easier to say yes to Jesus than to fight against the incredible, jealous love of God. So this morning, he invites you to say yes to him. If you've never done that, or you want to re-surrender to him because you've wandered away from that relationship and you want to begin 2023 not by making a promise to him but by surrendering to him 
You know you need to do that this morning. Resurrender to him. If that's you, raise your hand. First time or resurrender, raise it real high so that Terry can see you and she can let me know. She can be my eyes this morning. Raise your hand real high if that's you. You need to surrender. or Would you keep it up too if that's you? Because she, as she's looking across, we don't want to miss you. Keep your hand up high if that's you. You need to surrender or resurrender your life. Put that hand in the air. Anyone? There's one. Anyone else? Raise your hand real high if that's you. Anyone else need to do that this morning? Come on. One person? That's awesome. This whole thing is worth it right there for the one. Any, anyone else this morning need to say yes this morning? We're going to pray a prayer whether you raise your hand or not. I'm going to invite everyone to repeat this prayer. The prayer is not magic. In fact, you cannot even find a sinner's prayer in the New Testament. The reason we do it is to give us words in our mouth to speak out like Romans 10, 9 says. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. He wants to hear your voice. So I'm going I'm to just give you words to speak that you can surrender to him afresh. How many know we, all of us could surrender to him afresh today, right? So would you repeat after me? Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus. Jesus, thank you that you came. You came to rescue me. I believe you lived, died, and rose again and ascended to the Father as me. When you died, I died. When you rose, the new me rose. I'm brand new right now. I say yes to you. I surrender. I'm ready to run with you over the mountains, into the valleys, wherever you go. I'm running with you. You empower me. You strengthen me. I'm bold as a lion. Look out, 2023. Here we come. Come on, give him a shout this morning. Yeah. I can tell Glenn Pulse fixed the heater. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. We got prayer teams ready to pray for you this morning. Please come receive prayer for anything that you need. If you gave your, you surrendered your heart to Jesus today, let them know. They'd love to pray with you. Or you need prayer for anything, they'd love to pray with you this morning. God bless you. Have an amazing week. Go out and give them. See you Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. You're beautiful. I love you, man. You're beautiful.